All right, man. So I'm a few minutes late uh, getting on tonight. I, I apologize, sir. It's all good. It's all I, good. Uh, was watching 22 Jump Street, and my favorite scene nice. came on. Nice. Okay. Like the scene. What, what, which one is that? <laughs> it's the scene when Channing Tatum's character finds out that. Uh, uh, Jonah Hill is having sex with his daughter, Ice Cube's daughter. <laughs> yeah. And just, just like the framing and the look, he just, he's like, like Channing Tatum is just like lost. Like, well, I don't, I don't really get what's going on. I don't, I don't yeah, get yeah. And then he like flips the, he flips over the picture of his daughter, puts it right there. And he's still like, I don't, I don't get it. And then, like, just the excitement on his face, like, mm -hmm. it, was, it went on for, like, three so minutes, man. <laughs> so good. I, I, yeah, I, it really was a long scene, yeah. So good. I ran that, like, four times. I watched it four times in a row, dude. It was so good. And it's, it's all him and just, like, Jonah Hill and uh, Ice Cube just looking at each other. They're just having a stare-off. Yeah. <laughs> awkward awkward stare-off. So good. <laughs> Oh, effing good, man. Yeah, I forgot how good those movies were, man. I'm going to have to, like, revisit those. They're oh, just yeah. so good, good man. <laughs> and it's surprising that both of them are very good. They are like, both. That is yes. a solid back-to-back -back enjoyment. Yeah. Lord I've and been, Miller, uh, man. Those guys are awesome. I've been trying to catch up on the, the um, Umbrella Academy. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, it's not back yet. Um, the the, new, the new season is it dropped? No, 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 no. It has not dropped. Um, that will be dropping. I did not have it ready to I, go. When I, I hate. I, talking. Hate, I feel like you have nineteen screens you're looking at right now. There's so many screens the, right the now. The fact, the fact that your head does this. I know this is an audio medium, guys, but like me, <laughs> I look right on straight at my screen. Javi has his head up turned to the right. I have to, like the whole chair has to turn. Like. <laughs> um, so that will be out this year though, 2024. Nice. So that's, that's exciting. So yeah, I've been just wanted to catch back up and be fresh for when that drops. That's a good series, man. Um, there are some like slow bits to it that I'm just like kind of drag on a little bit. And I was like, all right, let's, yeah, let's yeah. get to, but it's always like, for like a couple of those seasons, it was always like in the middle and it was just like, all right, we're not really doing anything. Nothing's really happening. There's also very little character development. So it was boring. But yeah. Like the beginning started off very, very well. And the ending of every season started off very, very good. So, um, I, I love that series. I'm glad you're uh, catching back up with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen all the three seasons already. It just was, you know, just just felt felt the need to rewatch. Sir. Yeah, no, I I get it, man. I get it. You know, like I said, I've been going through, uh, I've been like in this '80s and '90s and early 2000s like sci-fi alien movie thing. So like, mm. obviously, I did like all the Predator movies, and then I did all the Alien <laughs> movies. Right. I ran out of I ran out of good alien franchises, so I started watching Species. Okay. And like 
Okay. And like, I forgot how sexual that one was. Like Very. the entire the entire like that, plot of the, the first movie. species movie. She was just trying to hump. Yep. Yeah. And then she has sex with Doc Ock and kills him. That's the movie. Yeah, you know. That happens sometimes. You know? <laughs> and then the mm. second one was <laughs> a guy alien just humping. There was a scene where he literally <laughs> drove through like a prostitute alley. I don't I think I blocked out some of uh the second one out of my mind. Cause I don't remember yeah, much was, of that one. Yeah, it wasn't really I don't remember it being being a good time at all. It was more like a soft core uh porny graphy film is what it was more mm. like. Yeah, that's okay. kind of the vibe of the second one. Like the first one I mean, was at least that like was art. the vibe of the first one. <laughs> Okay. Was, less, it was it was just in the a little further in the back is all that less, was on the first one. Less less man ass in the yeah. first one, okay? <laughs> yep. All right. That's cool. <laughs> like catching up on some old alien movies. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know when I'm gonna stop. I'm not. Cause I also um, watched the old, the old Dune movie. I watched uh, Cowboys versus Aliens. Oh, that's so good! So, such, so good, such a fun like, movie. It, like it was crap at the box office, and everybody hated it. But like, you have James Bond, you got Indiana Jones. What else you need in life? Yeah, I've watched I've watched it quite a few times over so over good. the years. It's a it's a good flick. Dynamite knife, boom! Every single time, bro. Best scene in all of cinema, outside of this scene in uh, Twenty Two J- Jump Street, is the dynamite knife, man. My favorite. <laughs> <That's weird. laughs> oh boy, what else you got going on this weekend? Uh, went to go see Argyle. Yeah, how was that? Argyle was a dope flick, man. So I'm a big Matthew Vaughn fan. Um, that was a really cool, it was a different, you know, he's like the spy master director now. He's done all the Kingsman movies. He did Layer mm-hmm. Cake, which is more of a, a drug heist spy movie, but he adds this entry as well. Um, this was a dope, dope film, man. It's a more lighthearted than his other movies. Um, it was a good time. Definitely good. Sam Rock, Rock, Rockwell. Okay. Badass. Oh yeah. Badass in this movie, dude. So we got we got a lot more out of it than just in the trailer. That's yes. Good, oh heck yeah. Heck yeah, dude. So awesome. much more. So much more. Had a good time, man. Oh, good brother. deal. Good deal. Um How was your eggs? How'd those turn out? They're still cooking, man. Um <laughs> We slow all, and steady wins the race. <laughs> slow and steady. We're, they're almost there. Uh, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Call, it's, like, could, it's like you're smoking a, a like a pork butt, but just making just, an omelet. Just one egg. Just one egg omelet. <laughs> so so the eggs were delicious. Um, you know, just throw a little, a few little seasonings in there and 
Pretty What's good. the secret sauce, man? What's the secret sauce? For me, I like to throw in a little, uh, little Cajun seasoning in there. Oh. oh. little Cajun seasoning on the eggs. Okay. It, it's people, it's good. Man. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. A little, little uh, Cajun I spice. You, I don't know if you also noticed, uh, I redid the pod room. You notice? I see. Some, I, I see, you got you got some bases I, back there. I I didn't do a whole, I literally moved my desk like a foot over, so everything's like a foot over now. <laughs> I see. I have never <laughs> seen the uh. You you have uh. What is that? There's a that right there. Uh, there's a couch back there. Oh yeah, I got a couch. I didn't know you had a couch. couch right Pretty dope, man. I had to I get. A, I had to make a, a make right room here. in the corner over here. I had to make a room in the corner over here for the uh, racing simulator. It's right here. You also got a racing so, simulator. Yeah. And what is that little picture by the door? Oh, I, I think I've showed you that at some point. That is a Return of the Jedi puzzle from. Uh, okay, don't I can't I can barely I see know, it. I don't, know, I don't know. It's too far away. It's, it's too far away. It's it's Princess Leia with an Ewok. Is that what it is? Correct. God, Correct. my my eyes are really good. All right, and man. then my my Thor picture above that, obviously with your face, yeah, yeah. superimposed on Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> the way God intended it. <laughs> so, only, yeah. only if you were only if you were not busy back in twenty ten and twenty eleven, dude. Only if you weren't busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. If you just wasn't this awesome, famous rock star back then, you could have been Thor. Yeah, we would have said we would have been like Chris Hemsworth. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Chris, if 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 you were not busy, Chris Hemsworth would be selling coconuts in wherever the guy is from right now. Okay, I don't even know where he's from. Like a little little stand. A little coconut little, stand? All right. A little coconut stand, right? He draws, like, famous pictures, famous people's heads into coconuts. He would draw your head in a coconut, Javi, okay? That's a pretty good idea. Hey, so man. You need to go ahead and draft that business license before somebody in else hunt. does. In hunts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the shows for Kung Fu Panda 4, the Ministry of Ungenerally Warfare, in our 2023 Year in Review Movies. Let's get it, team. All right, team. Hope everybody's having a fantastic week. We got some trailers here for you. Uh, we got a little Jack Black action and some Kung Fu Panda 4. And we got my boy and man Henry Cavill and Guy Ritchie teaming up for the Ministry of Ungenerally Warfare. Team, as you know, we got social media across the yin-yang. 
got a YouTube page. You want to see our full reaction of these trailers? Oh, yeah. Click that link tree in the show notes. And like always, like, share, and subscribe. And uh, Henry Cavill's just just down to fight people lately, huh? That's my hero, like he just dude. just in it just to swing them arms. Them, them arms are humongous too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. We have Kung Fu Panda 4. According to IMDb, after Poe is tapped to become the spiritual leader of the Valley of Peace, he needs to find and train a new dragon warrior, while a wicked sorceress plans to resummon all the master villains whom Poe has vanquished to the spirit realm. Coming to us from uh, Mike Mitchell and Stephanie Stein. And before we even jump into this trailer, what we thought about it and everything, man, um mm-hmm. I feel like if we were to get ever get a live action kung fu panda movie and it's not Jack Black playing I'm not going to see it. It needs to be him. Mm-hmm. It only needs to be him. I feel like in every scene like <laughs> he was just himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean it has to be has to be his his voice. At, at the at the least yeah depending on if it's like a you know obviously it's gonna be a I don't, you know i don't know if they got the budget to a cgi panda maybe it's just got a panda suit <laughs> i don't really know what they're working with i just but remember remember like definitely... two remember two years ago when people were like the <laughs> the panda that was like standing up and waving in china or whatever they were like it was like waving like a human waves and everybody was like that's uh-huh. clearly somebody in a panda suit and everybody's like, no, it's a real panda. I want to see Jack Black in that suit, is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Doing some kickflips. Maybe kick he was uh, training. Stuff. Maybe he was training uh, <laughs> for this for the live action uh, kung fu panda. Oh man, uh, you know Jack Black as a actor in a regular movie is, of course, one of my favorites. He's just yes. so eccentric and so funny. But he's a really good voice actor. Oh, what a um, best dude! Re- really, you know, puts a hundred percent into a normal movie, and even more into these animated movies. Agreed, agreed, man. You got Jack Black, you got Aquafina being Zen, Viola Davis. She's playing the chameleon, so she's the villain. Oh yeah, love to see that. Dustin Hoffman is coming back as Shifu. James Wan, Brian Cranston, Ian McShane. Uh, Ki Q Kwan, Ronnie Chang. So we have a really dope core cast here. Oh, I yeah. love these movies, man. These are not ones that I, I go to the theaters to see because there's kids running around everywhere. But like on my couch, post it up, bro. Definitely. <clears throat> I guess down. With, I guess down with some Kung Fu Panda, dude. I I really oh, yeah. do love these flicks, man. Team, uh, let us know your thoughts about uh, Jack Black's fourth. Turn as Poe, the Dragon Warrior, and Kung Fu Panda 4, guys. We're always on our socials. All right, team. So we have the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare uh, coming at us from Guy Ritchie. Uh, According to IMDb, the British military recruits a small group of highly skilled soldiers to strike against Nazi forces behind enemy lines during World War II. JV, give me your thoughts on this movie, man. This trailer, yeah, a lot of uh, high octane action, explosions, fighting, guns, 
cool mustaches. <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of dude stuff going on. <laughs> a lot of dude stuff happening. Um, I mean, from the trailer, it looks like it's just going to be a fun action movie. Yeah. Uh, everything in the trailer was was fun. You know, it looks like there'll be some decent dialogue. I don't expect a whole lot, but, you know, as far as the action, the fighting, the explosions, that uh, looked like a good time. Oh, yeah. So, like, a couple of things that Guy Ritchie does well, man, is he makes British guys look really cool on film. <clears throat> Just the coolest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you, you want to... <laughs> I say that with like all the respect for all of, of his movies, man. But like, yeah, I have not seen a Guy Ritchie film where like I saw a British guy and he did not look cool. Like it's just hmm. oozing. Like this is a World War Two era movie, and yeah, Henry Cavill's character looks absolutely fantastic with that suit and that stash and that style. This is why I this is the type of movie is the reason why I still go to the cinema right here where I want to sit on that Friday night or Sunday afternoon, but that's beside the point though, is um and see this movie on the biggest screen possible, man. It looks cool. It looks like a fun time. You know, you'll learn yeah. about through this type of movie, you'll learn about an unsanctioned mi- mission that I would have never known about if it wasn't for, you know, Guy Ritchie and this team of movie creators um and just like just the cast okay the cast yeah. itself here uh eliza gonzalez we remember her she was the girl from ambulance um alan richson who's six nine four hundred pounds of just nothing but muscle mm-hmm. um henry cavill carrie ells johnny depp is winston churchill let's go <laughs> Henry, right. Henry Henry Golding, he's so hot. You know what I mean? Just so many other people, guys. <laughs> this Agreed. movie is going to be awesome, man. And like, we're going to talk about our our year in, in review. We're going to talk about like our movies and stuff and what we're looking forward to for 2024. This didn't make the list for me, but this is like, this is this should have been. I should have added this on. Yeah, there, this is going to be a good time. Definitely a good time. Yeah, guys. Guys, we're going to throw the Ministry of Ungentimely Warfare on our socials. Let us know your oh. thoughts. And uh, what do you think of Henry Cable's stash? It didn't work in Justice League, but does it work here? Let's know your thoughts, team. All right, brother. Let's jump into our year in review, man. Oh, boy been a uh crazy amazing fun very interesting 2023 man and yeah there were some fantastic movies that came out there were some Mm -hmm. record-breaking movies that also came out and there were some trash movies as well so uh team a lot of those yes 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 so team (laughs) what we're gonna do like we do every year um, we're going to give you our top 10. We're just going to go back and forth. We flipped a coin and hobby one. So we're just going to go back and forth from 10 to one. 
our favorite movies of 2023. And uh, Javi, uh, since you won, what was uh, your number 10 movie? Yeah, so mine two through 10, they can kind of go up and down a little bit. You know, it's kind of hard to choose, you know, exactly some of those because some of them were, you know, different movies, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with number 10. Um, I have no hard feelings as my number 10. Uh, Jennifer nice. Lawrence. Uh, watched that one a few times, man. That was genuinely a hilarious movie. Um, nothing fancy about it. Just a good time. Yeah. And throw it on, watch it. Don't have to understand a whole lot. And just laugh. You know what I really liked about um, that movie, man, is it was a callback to those 80s and 90s kind of raunchy guy going after the girl in a very sexualized way. But they flip it on his head with, like, her going after this kid um, for this reason. That was, like, the gimmick, and that's what made it work. Right. If it would have been real creepy yeah. and oozy in 2023, 2024 with a older, older guy going after like a young girl, a younger, like graduate, like college graduate or whatever girl, uh, that just would have been real creepy. But the fact that it flipped on yeah, and, it, and it's like the beautiful Jennifer Lawrence, like that's, that's what makes it hilarious. Yeah. And it was more funny than it was that sexual part yeah. of the movie. Like it wasn't just creepy and pervy it was funny even in those scenes it was still funny agreed agreed man <laughs> what about All you right. man? um number 10 number 10 number 10 here guys made the list as you know i am a uh big fan of things from my past and mm. they are in a team of writer directors doing it justice, doing it well, right? We've had a lot of iterations of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but mm-hmm. I think finally they've caught the uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg found the what these kids are about, man, what these kid turtles are about. And they brought them to like yeah. high school kids. They're teenagers. Let's yeah. make them act and be teenagers. Yeah, that was one I didn't catch. Dude. Like it was on the radar, and then once it like kind of passed the release, yeah, it kind of just fell off the radar for me. Um, not that anything against the movie; it's just kind of what happened. Oh yeah, no, I get it, man. And like outside of the core four who voiced uh, the turtles, I mean, you have Ao Debibri. Maya Rudolph, John Cena, Seth Rogen, Rose Byrne, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Jackie Can, Ice Cube, Paul Rudd, yeah. um, Austin Pope, Hannibal Burris, Mr. Beast, Derek Will. Like, so many great people was in this movie. Um, it just was fantastic. Like, the, the tone, yeah. the look, the style. It, it's, it's like another movie that's on my list um, is the visual style that it kind of takes from. And this is more mm-hmm. of the... This is more of the type of movies that I would like to see if we're going to do animation because it's like comic book style, but right. live, but like a live action co- like comic book. It just looked really yeah. dope, man. Is, is what I'm saying, man. Yeah. So TMNT. 
all the way. There you go. Number nine, brother. Talk to me. Uh, I got Blue Beetle down for number nine. Oh, God about uh, Blue Beetle, dude. That show was so dope. <laughs> Uh, it was a good, good, fun movie. Um, yeah. Uh, just the whole thing, kind of the the ethnicity of the movie and um, the actors. Everything was really good. Uh, yeah. Funny, a little sad, emotional. But at the end of the day, it was a fun movie to watch. I Blue Beetle is... Obviously, didn't do the waves and everything that like Black Panther did, man. But like, yeah, yeah. To be able to see yourself or your people like in a movie character who is good and uplifting and for truth, justice, and in the right right way, man. Like, yeah, he he held it down for that movie. Like, I appreciated it. And, the, and my favorite thing was like he didn't resist. The suit wanted to resort to killing. He did not. Yeah. <laughs> I love that aspect. Well, and to see a, a young actor um, just being really good. Yeah. Good in a role, in, in a fairly high-level role was fantastic. Agreed. Agreed, man. That one was, yeah, that that's a fantastic flick. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, for me, man, uh, Gran Turismo. Did you catch that? I did watch it. Um, dude. It didn't make my top 10, but it was a fantastic movie. Dude, okay. So, <clears throat> Neil Blomkamp, who did District 9, not really his style of movie, but he did Gran Turismo. alien movies to watch, too. By <laughs> they by really movies. are. They really are. <laughs> I actually saw a clip for District 9 the other day, and I was like, I got to catch that. I got to add that to the yeah. list. <laughs> it's a li- <laughs> Um. Anyways, I might actually watch it tonight. Actually, thinking about it, there you go. Um, Good but flip. yeah, he did Gran Turismo, man. And when this movie was first announced, I thought it was like Need for Speed or any other movie where they're going to take just the world of Gran Turismo and mm-hmm. make a movie ar- about the game. No, yeah, yeah. This was a game that inspired a young man to become a fantastic race car driver. Yep. And that was the cool part about this man. And just like Neil Blomkamp has always been good with CGI and graphics and melding the two and just the acting, man, the acting was just on point in this film. Yeah. David Harbor, Orlando Bloom, Archie, uh, Metaqui, every pronouncing and Demond Hunshu, like just a fantastic cast, man. This was a really fun movie. Um, I this is maybe like I have because when since it dropped on on Netflix a couple of months ago, I've mm-hmm. watched this like four times now, man. It is that good. That's when that's when I caught it. I watched it a few times myself. Um, cool. One cool thing about that movie too was the stunt man, the guy who did a lot of the stunt driving, was actually the guy who was being portrayed in the movie. Yeah, Jan Martin Burrow. Yeah, I did. Yeah, s- that see that. Awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah, fantastic film. All right, what's up next for you, brother? Ooh, number eight, uh, John Wick. Ah, uh, chapter, chapter four. four. <laughs> chapter yes. four, man. Uh, yeah, that was kind of fresh. We just talked about, uh, I don't remember what movie it was about, but kept bringing up the stairs scene. <laughs> it's uh, so good. 
just just a good time uh another just turn it off and, and enjoy whatever is going to happen because whether it makes sense or it doesn't make sense or it seems ridiculous you know keanu does his thing that's all i'm saying the john wick movies are <laughs> you don't exactly you don't need you don't need uh all this backstory of the why you just like seeing yeah. the how you know what i mean <laughs> You just yeah, like yeah. seeing him do the things that he does. I believe this is the movie where like, cause I just watched the first three and I, th- and I didn't, I don't remember right, it. So go. I think the fourth one was the one where like he was in the square where everybody was driving around and he kept on getting hit by vehicles, like his body. Yeah. <laughs> cause they were trying yeah. to kill him and he that never died. Like pretty awesome scene. And this is the one where he that also has awesome. the, 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 the suit that's bulletproof, right? Oh yeah, I think everybody's got bulletproof suits at that point. In this, yeah. <laughs> gotta up the, gotta up the ante. <laughs> gotta, gotta have them. Can't, can't leave the house without it. Yeah, that that was a good flick. What you got for number eight? <clears throat> the last voyage of the Demeter. Now, before mm. you say anything, you remember I'm, how stoked I was, yeah, dude. <laughs> you really were. <laughs> Yo, you were this. Oh my god, I was excited so excited beyond belief. <laughs> I really was, man. Like I because like we just saw like R- Renfield did not make my my list, but, but Renfield was a good good movie. Um Yeah, yeah. And I've seen like so many other Dracula movies where he's portrayed as very like human and he's been portrayed mm-hmm. as a monster. So you've seen him on all the spectrums, right? But this kind yeah. of Take, and then you've seen all the different uh, scenes of Dracula or Bram Stoker's Dracula movie uh, story. This was just that singular chapter, man. And it was cramped. It was dark. It was scary. The theater wasn't that packed, which was cool because nice. like that kept that it also gave it like a better vibe in the theater of being scared right. and just uh, Liam Cunningham, Corey Hawkins, uh, David, Dosh Malin, man, just held it down in this film, man. And this was this you, was a really uh, fun, creepy, creepy wide. Did you uh, get scared at all and throw the popcorn there? Did that happen? <laughs> there was there I mean, was be a good movie. There was, like, <laughs> there was one scene that got me, <clears throat> and I was like, through a little popcorn, oh, just a little bit. Oh, you know, what I mean, just a quick little oh. <laughs> but, last voyage of the meter, man, really, really good. Good deal. What's up next for you, man? Good deal. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom came in nice. at number seven for me. Nice. Um, pretty good follow-up to, to what we've been going through with the DC situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a fun movie. Uh, I mean, a whole lot else to say. It was just a good time. It you know, really was though. Yes. Kind of the, the the brother the brother comedy of it is what made it a really good time. And just the, the, the two guys from two different worlds and having to come together to save the day. I yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was that was a fun flick, man. Oh yeah. I too have a superhero movie. As my next Uh-oh. one, mine is 
Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Mm, yeah. <laughs> This one ups the this one ups the ante from the first one, man. The first one was just Miles kind of figuring it out, right? Becoming yeah. the Spider-Man for Brooklyn, and uh, you know, very appreciative of that first one. This one, I love it. He's he's in school. He's over there trying to balance school and home with his parents, and still being Spider-Man. It's a whole balancing yeah. act, right? He's also missing Gwen. We get more of a Gwen story in this movie as well. But we also get like the Spider Society. Yeah. And like yep. they could have did that really corny. They could have done it really corny, man. Like the Hall of Justice for Spiders or something like that. But <laughs> with Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, 21 and 22 Jump Street, uh, and also David Callahan, they make it really cool, man. Like you almost want to join the spider society in this franchise, man. <laughs> That's how cool this is. Uh, yeah. We really, really opened the world up, man. And uh, yeah, they all kind of come from their own respective places. Right. So yeah. it's fun to see the different worlds, right? That's something we kind of like, right. Going to different dimensions and seeing, you know, somebody from a different dimension come here and still, look like their dimension. I feel like really fun tw- part of the movie. Yeah. I feel like 20, the, the last couple of years in superhero films were all about universes moving along and seeing other, you know, with yeah. uh, no, no way home to uh, the doctor, Dr. Strange movie, you know, to the, the flash movie. And now this, mm-hmm. right. There's been so many, they, everybody has bit used and copied off that concept um i i still think x-men days of future past did it best because they didn't do the universe they just did the past fantastic film yeah but this one man the voice <laughs> cast shmeek moore Haley steinfeld brian tyree tyree henry lauren velez jake johnson jason swartman Issa ray karen sony shay wingham greta lee daniel kalua mahershala ali and oscar isaac and the list goes on man the list yeah. goes on just a fantastic film um always good to see he's like he splits us actually miles morales splits us he's black and hispanic so he's us bro if we put our powers together let's go put our rings together (laughs) miles morales pops out dude not captain planet we got miles morales baby so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's your next film man so number six, I have Creed three. Oh yeah, a little yeah. My- Michael B. Jordan, uh, Jonathan Majors action. Uh, very respectable follow up to the previous movies. Oh yeah, um, these two just put on a good show, right? They're just such great actors on their own, uh, but come together and playing off of each other and just the fight scenes alone were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but the dialogue in between and everything going on, just a great flick. You just kind of felt the weight of their friendship and what happened. You just really feel yeah. it in this film between these two great young actors, man. And I appreciate it. You got to give it up for Michael B. Jordan, his like directorial debut as well. Um, yeah. 
I yeah, that one was fantastic. Uh, coming at for me here, we have Luther, the Fallen Son. Now this was a Netflix oh, drop nice. that came out uh, in February. Uh, I did catch that one, dude. I okay. Did you did you watch the Luther series? No, sir. Yeah. Nope. So this is a standalone movie worth the price of admission without you even knowing anything else about <laughs> the, de- the detective DCI John okay, Luther. Good to know. Right? You don't need to watch that. It's just like a this is by itself, Luther the Fallen Sun's a fantastic movie. Um with Andy Sarkis as the villain. If you watch the Luther series and then watch this, the Luther series is like the cake. The Fallen Sun's mm. like that icing on the top. It's just Okay. It was just so good. Like, give me more of this, I just, man. I just went straight for the icing. That's right. <laughs> hey, bro, it's your that cake, dude. Fine. Eat it. Eat it like you want it, okay? <laughs> Yo, man, we see DCI John, John Luther, and he is back in action, and it's cool to see really cool ass Idris Elba back in in this role, mm-hmm. man. Uh, and then like the end of this movie. It's like, yo, um, are you, are you moving to MI five? Are you an agent, or is that like a little, or is that a little little James Bond tease? Because he's not gonna be James Bond. He said he's already a little old, but like, was that a tease at the end of like you going to be in the Ministry of the Defense and everything? I just had a really good yeah. time with this movie, and like he had a villain that was uh, worth it worth the price of admission man like this one i would have actually liked to see in theaters so gotcha what's next for, for you man um yeah i have uh the super mario movie at my <laughs> nice. number five nice 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 um, yeah you know this was a, a good nostalgia thing and a very well done one uh, yeah. i felt like um chris pratt you know, he did his thing. You know, he was, uh, he did his own thing, right? His own, his own Mario voice, which was fine. I didn't have any problem with it. No, man, that um, was good. He had Char, you know, Charlie Day hanging in out as Luigi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thoroughly enjoy just watching this kind of come to life, uh, in a very, very good animated movie. Yeah. Um, uh, and, Seeing Seth Rogen, you know, we got Seth Rogen in there. We got a bunch of other people that appear as, uh, you know, villains to start with. And then they're all friends, you know, the whole thing. Uh, but just something that, you know, I really enjoyed really more than I thought I was going to. So that's Great why I voice cast, man. Five. Great voice yeah. cast, man. Like, you, you felt like. Especially Seth Rogen, like he, he's Donkey Kong. There's, I can't, you know how we said Jack Black is like Poe, Kung Fu Panda, the Dragon Warrior. Yeah, like, yeah. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. There's nobody else who could have played that. That's 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 perfect casting, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Fantastic flick, brother. What you got for number five? All right. 
Um, Extraction 2. Another Netflix drop. Oh. Dude. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I good love these movies. I love these movies. The first one, man, was just like, yo, is Tyler Rake ever going to stop killing people? No. <laughs> they literally had to put him down and fall into the ocean <laughs> for him to stop. Otherwise, he would have still been on that bridge. He would be still on that bridge right now killing people. <laughs> just, just pile up bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> So he's oh, back man. for another one with Sam Harv- Harvgrave, and they up the action, they up the ante, they up the body count, man. And it's just really, really fun. Okay, the one scene is like twenty-two minutes long, one take. Mm. Him just straight killing people, trying to get this family yeah. out of this jail. Um. Just a good time. Just a good time. I kind of forgot man. about that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. And it's like it's like him and he has his team, but it's mainly just him. It's mainly mm. just him, man. And really good time. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope, we, I hope we get an extraction three. Uh Idris Elba, Idris Elba has a cameo in this film as the guy who kind of gets Tyler Rake back in the game. Yeah, this was this was a good drop, man, that I really enjoyed on, on good Netflix. Deal. Good deal. Uh, I have uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Dude. For my number good. four, sir. Okay, so it was on my list. It's not on my list. Mm-hmm. It's on my honorable mentions that we're not going to talk about, except for I just didn't <laughs> talk about it. You just, you just honorable mention. That's cool. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Talk, talk to me, man. <laughs> So mad at myself now, uh, man. You know, uh, Mission Impossible, right? We're we're in quite a few films mm-hmm. in, in this franchise, uh, and they just keep going, man. Like every time you watch one, it's just better. Yeah, and yeah, agreed. It's it's wild that it's like that. Right, like each time you watch it, you're just like, okay, this is crazy. Like, I'm not bored right now watching this movie again. <laughs> it's, it's keep seeing this, you know what I'm saying? It? No, I get it. We keep seeing this guy, Ethan Hunt, save the world, <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. looks cool and sexy and awesome every single time. Every time, it shouldn't be. I, I don't I don't get it. Um but I am fine with it, sir. It's one of those like I will forever be in, if they keep making these, I will keep watching them because they keep on getting better and better and better. You're right, man. I agree. Yeah, and they just keep mixing it up a little bit here and there and it just it just stays fresh. Somewhere or another it stays fresh. Yeah. Agreed, man. Not to mention um uh the female leads in there fantastic mm-hmm. best best in the world you you know i think i mean what it is i believe is it just it just stays on the line of not being too out of hand like it's like right on the borderline of going overboard with 
with over the top action. Yeah. You know, like everything you see for the most part is like Tom Cruise probably did that, you know, <laughs> on a Sunday and he was like, this is a good idea for a movie. So let's film it this time. It's whatever though. <laughs> Tom Cruise is like Tom Cruise is like walking around a mountainside and he's like, anybody have a camera? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, I'll this come back good. with a crew and, and we'll do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, that is fine. Yo, the man is like 60-something, <laughs> still doing these stunts, still looking amazing, and mm-hmm. still saving the... Like, would you... Remember Zoolander? Remember the movie Zoolander? I do remember Zoolander. It's a favorite How, like... Line. How they keeps how that how the whole thing was like yeah we're models but we're also like ninjas and we could actually save the world and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like if anybody could actually save us, it's Tom Cruise. Okay, agreed. I feel like agreed. it is Tom Cruise who could save us from anything that would happen <laughs> on this planet. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate Thanks, you. Tom. <laughs> uh, what you got for number four, brother? All right, man. So this was a sleeper hit. Uh, this this dropped in mm. December, so this is actually really fresh, man. But my one of my favorite writer directors is Will Gluck. Will Gluck came out with a few movies that you've definitely watched: uh, Fired Up, uh, Easy A, Friends with Benefits, About Last Night, Annie, Peter Rabbit, Peter Rabbit Two. In twenty twenty three, man, he kind of comes back to form from the early twenty aughts. Uh, with anyone but you. Now, this is the movie with Sidney Sweeney mm. and Glenn Powell. Uh, yeah, but it has yeah. a fan- but it has a fantastic cast though: Alexandra Ship, Gaeta, Hadley Robinson, Michelle Hurd, Dermot Mulroney, Darren Barnett, Brian Bound, Rachel Griffiths. Just a fantastic cast, man. They, they this this people they meet. They have a fantastic night. They don't get together come to find out they're at a wedding together in Australia. Mm. Remember that? how, remember when we, when we caught the trailer, we were like, how the hell are they at the wedding together? Yeah. Yeah. It made or sense. Why? Right. Yeah. 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 Like okay. and it, and it made sense. And then it was just a really good rom-com, but like a lot okay. of rom-coms can be really cheesy. Cause they want to keep it in that PG 13 realm. But Will Gluck always did it rated R, man. Uh, Friends with Benefits and Fired Up are those rom-com type films, and he keeps it right. rated R. Even about about last night, which he only produced, is a rated R romance comedy. That's where they live, man, because you can really go far. You can really tell feelings. You don't have to, like, hold it because you want mm-hmm. some, like, sophomore kids to watch this movie, man. So... <laughs> Highly recommend anyone but you. This was a really good sleeper hit, man. Went on went on the gross 151 at the million for, on a $25 million budget. So I think my boy's back in action, man. We'll, we'll luck for president. That's two, uh, two beautiful people uh, heading that one up, too. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, man, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> What's next for you, All man? Right. Uh, I got uh, Oppenheimer. As my number three, sir. Ah, nice, <clears throat> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, this was a this was a long haul, but uh, <laughs> it was well, it was it was well worth the the story and uh, 
just spending time with these actors and their characters and kind of learning uh, a side of the story, right? That yeah isn't really told much about. Um, but you know, th- this cast did, did a wonderful job of, of really portraying that and keeping you interested, you know, scene to scene, um, uh, you know, just, just dialogue driven movie. Uh, we got, we got a point to end at, we know where it's going, uh, but we have a great story to get us to that point. And Agreed. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Uh, this definitely made my list as well. Talk about it here in okay. a few mo- moments here. Coming up for me, man, um, <clears throat> Air. Air, hmm. uh, directed by Ben Affleck, starring uh, Matt Day, Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman, Marlon Wayans, Chris Messina, Chris Tucker, and Viola Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. man. Great Dude, flick. Great flick. You, like, you could have done a movie about Michael Jordan and his shoe deal from the perspective yeah. of Michael Jordan. You definitely could have. <laughs> and it yeah, yeah. probably, in, in Ben Affleck's hands, probably would have been a really good movie. But he didn't want to do that. They didn't, that's not the story that they wanted to make. They wanted to talk about the failing Nike brand and how they became the best sports apparel company in the world through right. the Michael Jordan deal. Done well, in the that's right. That's kind of where it kicked off yeah. at. Yeah. And like done in, in the right, right hands, man, just a fantastic film. I, this is one of those where like, you just, you laugh, you are, you're you're there for those sad moments, man. You're you're there for those hype mm-hmm. moments, and just and just. I'm just gonna say, man. Jason Bateman has a damn good head of hair in this movie, bro. <laughs> just, I was about to say, you're there for Jason Bateman. God, uh, it's so if good. you're there for anybody. <laughs> when like when they get the deal and they're in the bullpen and he gives them the thumbs up, dude, his hair is perfect. I feel like his hair was just fluffed right before that, dude. Okay. <laughs> Main character in this scene, Jason Bateman's hair. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, I. This was a this was a flick I love, man. I've already gone and watched mm-hmm. this movie like five five times, man, because it's that good. It's that, that good. good. Just good that time. just just that pitch alone by Matt Damon in front of Jordan and his parents was just like, yeah, fantastic, man. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh. Coming in number two for me, sir, uh, the creator. Nice. Okay. Um, I like a good sci-fi movie, uh, just oh, yeah. as much as the next person. Um, and this one was just a beautiful, beautiful shot, you know, um, CGI green screen, all that looked fantastic throughout the whole movie. Um, and just interesting take on like, that the AI situation, right? Like, mm-hmm. are they at this point in, in the movie at the time, you know, is it, are they their own species at this time or are they still, you know, just another, a thing, right? And that's kind of where that, that movie was walking the line. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, you know, through the whole movie was, you know, actors, dialogue, action, everything was pretty fantastic. And like I said, the overall look of the movie is what really sold it for me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. <clears throat> she got number two. All right. Number two for me, man, is, is Oppenheimer. And I'm not going to spend nice. too much time on this because, because you definitely gave it its, its due. Um, I will say this, uh, Christopher Nolan is one of the few directors today who can take a, he just can do a big project, a big right, right. movie, right? Like as, as much as I liked anyone, but you, that's a very small movie, 25 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of dialogue and just making it funny and chippy stuff like that there's a lot of weight to oppenheimer there's a lot of oh yeah there's a lot of subject material and only like somebody like a steven spielberg like a martin scorsese like a a christopher nolan can take this kind of source material and make a fantastic film out of it man i say there's like probably less than five or six directors outside of christopher nolan who could have made this movie like this right there's not many in, in in hollywood so Big ups to that, man. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to touch each up? of those. I would say you got to touch each of those scenes very delicately, right? Exactly. You got to like, that, that's a very, very easy thing to mess up. Agreed. Agreed, man. And I want to just want to give shout out to um, Robert Downey Jr. as yes, sir. Uh, Louis Strauss. Like, give him the Oscar already, okay? Do it. <laughs> Okay, Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer's wife, give her the Oscar. Uh, if you want to do supporting again, Matt Damon, <laughs> Leslie Groves, awesome. But finally, uh, Cillian Murphy as a lead in a movie, in a big budget blockbuster movie as a Robert Oppenheimer. Like, this gives me hope, man. This type of movie gives me hope that, like, Hollywood is not just about... um you know, comic book movies and Hollywood's not just about, yeah. Oh, let me, let me yeah. take this old source material and just put some super gloss on it. You know what I mean? Like we super can, cre- we, we can create and make things awesome. People will come out and see it. Right. Uh, Oppenheimer was fantastic. It was. What's your num- numero uno, man? Number one, you know, I'm going to throw it to uh guardians of the galaxy three. Sir, I knew that was coming. Ahaha. Uh, as I was talking through this, you know, working this list out uh, for this show, I just I watched it last night. I was like, nice. Let's let's throw it on right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a good uh, kind of ending to that particular crew, right? It didn't just end. They weren't just not together anymore right it was a story that led us down the path that ultimately ended in these characters going their own separate ways to do what they needed to do and i thought that was a very great thing that this storyline ended up uh ending on uh action though you know had some great action scenes in there uh my favorite was when they were in the like bio planet bio oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> thing or whatever it was called. I can't yeah. what it was called. But uh, 
that was just weird and i enjoyed every second of it <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah man like guardians of the galaxy 3 for me man was like the kids were all in high school in the first two movies mm-hmm. right they Right. They meet all the kids are there that they're in, they're in high school in the second movie and they're all living under the same roof like the third movie is all about that graduation them moving on and mm-hmm. doing other things right and a maturation process amongst them all right yeah. yeah they've got a little town they're they're living in you know they all got their own apartments and stuff right you know they're, they're <laughs> growing up right who's gotta, who's gotta pay his own damn damn rent now you know what I, mean? I know right <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, number one, man. It's been a favorite. to watch it multiple times since Good it's Good stuff. Released. Good stuff, man. All right. Big number one, sir. What you got? So you've already said it. Um, we've only oh oh we only had two movies that cross each other's list. First one was obviously Oppenheimer. The second one, you already know, man. The Creator is my number one movie of last year. Nice. This was another movie nice. that you remember when the trailer dropped, man. I was just geeked. I was beyond yeah, yeah. like Gareth Edwards is fantastic monster Godzilla. Like that's it. Oh yeah. Um, star, mm-hmm. uh, what's the star Wars movie that he did rogue one? Like that's it. He doesn't yeah, have many no. credits, but his credits are fantastic. Agreed. And agreed. This, this one, man, the story about AI, um, more or less like this man's journey through just one like it's this whole story about ai and war between the humans and the artificial Mm -hmm. intelligence and everything but inside that big story is just a man who wants to get back with his wife that's it yep right this man's struggle this man's journey and the what his motivation is through all of this man and so it's a very even though it's a sci-fi film it's a very human story at the same exact time yeah. man and, that, and, that, and that's yeah. what i really appreciated this um i just this is one of those man it was 80 million made 104 at the box office i really wanted this to do more it got like it's nominated yeah. for for like best visual effects best sound and stuff like that um i just feel like more people should have seen this and enjoyed this man this is just like oppenheimer right. in regards to like this is an original idea from a man and he got funding and was able to make this movie. Um, Original IP, man. We just need more of it in 2024 and beyond. So the creator, my number one movie of 2023. um, Yeah. Love it, man. Interesting. We only crossed paths on the top three. That's (laughs) I know. You know, we like we just like different movies. It is what it is, I guess. <laughs> that's what that's what I was telling Carmen. That's what I was telling Carmen. She she's like, uh, "What do you think is going to be on, on his thing?" I'm like, "Well, he'll have his, and I have mine, and we, look, we just like different movies. We always have." Yeah, he said, "Look, look at look at my list and uh, pick the opposite movies that came out, and uh, that's probably it." <laughs> All right, team. So that's our uh, conversation about our top 10 favorite films of 2023. Like we like to do as well. And like we already said, there were some movies that were crappy. Mm. 
JV. Agreed. Yes, sir. <clears throat> no particular order. Don't care. Uh, yeah. Just go ahead and talk about your, just say, say them all, the three movies that you hated, disgusted, wanted to throw out, <clears throat> want to go to Blockbuster, buy the VHS, and then smash it, whatever, whatever, man. I'm trying to find this Blockbuster. Let's, uh, let's start there. Just <laughs> uh, <laughs> interested in that. Um, yeah, so my three that I have uh, that were kind of a letdown for me, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, that was pretty <laughs> fresh still. <laughs> Stewards. Stewards. Still, still, still it's sitting there. Uh, uh, Expendables 4. Um, I know I, I messed with you a lot about that one and how awesome <laughs> it was. It was, it was not awesome. Um, oh, and so I'm, much green screen. And a letdown, man. A letdown for me too was a uh, Rebel Moon. Um, that one still still sits. Are there you too. telling me you expected more from that movie? <laughs> uh, so those are my three, sir. Uh, basically, you know the the culmination of it is Five Nights at Freddy's started out fairly strong and then just went dumpster diving. Very quick really as well. Did. It really did, yeah. Uh, yeah. Expendables four, just, just, just corny. It just ended yeah. up being a corny movie that didn't really work out. And the Rebel Moon, you know, just expected a better story, and we kind of got a very redone story. Yeah, recycled story. So you know, like, like all the. There's Top nothing team, in Rebel. Yeah, there's nothing in Rebel. <laughs> true. There's nothing in Rebel Moon that we haven't seen before. Yeah, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, a, a rehashing. So yeah. All right, man. So for me, uh, the three movies that I really disliked in 2023 was. 65. Mm, agreed. Now, I knew 65 wasn't going to be like a fantastic movie. I just thought it was going to be heavier. I thought it was going to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. It, and it wasn't. Been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. Yeah. I thought the relationship between yeah. him and the girl were going to be different. And... It's not mm. what I expected at all. Um, just blah. Glad I did not go to the theaters to go see that movie. That is fair. Um, and these two men, I am okay with remakes and reimaginings and seeing things a different way. Mm-hmm. But you have two movies here. Uh that were perfect when they came out. Okay. And perfect nineties movies. And then you reimagine them and they were just straight trash. The first one, white man can't jump. The 1992 film directed by Ron Shelton Mm -hmm. was fan was, was, was perfect. Why did you have to do this? What was the point? 
Just trying to reach for some cash, man. Just trying to fill those pockets. It was trash. Like, did not succeed. If you ha- <laughs> if you haven't watched it, I don't recommend you, you watching it, sir. Okay. Um, it's on Hulu, but don't watch it. <laughs> Jack Harlow as this Zen rapper. Do not watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't sit on your couch to watch this. Um Jack Harlow as this like Zen awesome like uh guy who can ball trash. Sinquil Walls as Kamal, who is like this ex baller and he's home now and he's just trying to make it and get back into like the balling game. Like you don't feel the weight and pressure of these guys needing to make it like you did back in the 1992 film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to remake, you know, it's gotta be strong, right? Gotta be. Um, We're talking about roadhouse, you know, we're hoping that one comes out and uh, gives us something good. I'll be talking about that one. I don't want it to be our next (laughs) (laughs) talking about that one. Our next segment. I was going to say, uh, uh, might be talking about that one in uh three worst films of 2024 <laughs> <possibly>. <laughs> we'll bring that up in just a few minutes here but yeah white man can't jump trash film 2023's gotcha. white man can't jump trash film the next one man another reimagining from a 90s classic film house party now mm, yeah the 1990 movie Kid and Play was a story about two guys who just wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel the weight of the world, you know. Also, there's absolutely no way in hell that you are throwing a party at LeBron James' house and nobody, nobody... Just- is there just no living? There's no living no butler, no living maid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get that part either. <clears throat> this, um, yeah. I mean, it was. It had moments, but as a whole, it just yeah. It, it really uh, didn't give us anything that was very. Uh, memorable right yeah um like that first movie like you you made a movie and you took all the good stuff of the first one and said yeah we're not gonna use any of that (laughs) none of it none of it nope i don't want it uh that's why it only grossed nine million worldwide and negative wow. reviews. It should never have been made from the get-go. All right, team. Uh, so that's 2023. Uh, when this pod drops in the comments on our socials, let us know what your favorite movies were. Let us know what movies were trashed to you in 2023, guys. We love the comments. Keep them coming. JV. Yes, sir. We're in we're in 2024, man. Uh, we made it. We made, we it. made it, right on on the on the cusp of another year around the sun. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. 
what three films are you most looking forward to in 2024? Talk to me, man. Uh, Deadpool 3. Yep. Um, definitely uh, ready for that one. Uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Hopefully that one doesn't <laughs> end up on the list for next year. <laughs> Let's hope and not. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Ghostbusters uh, Frozen Empire, man. Trying to finish yeah. up uh, what uh, Paul Rudd started, right? See what's going yeah. on with this uh, this new crew. And uh, get to spend some time with the original crew as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, those three are, you know, amongst others. But those three are the top ones right now. Agreed. All right. How about you, sir? Um, The three movies that I'm most looking forward to, man, literally the ones that y- you said, but also that Civil War movie by Alex Garland. Um, I think this is going to be a really timely movie with the way the world in the United States is right now. It's going to be very interesting to see that. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse right. looks like a really good time, man. Okay. Yeah. Like I, this is like we said, like, you know how they did with air, um, like they did with, like they're doing with Argyle drop it in the theater I will be in there by myself to watch it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> sure <enough. laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I want to watch Doug Lyman and Jake Gyllenhaal make this fantastic film, man. This looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. Doug Lyman is one of those directors that, like, is kind of all over the place in everything that he does. Swingers. Go, The Born Identity, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Jumper, Edge of Tomorrow, <laughs> The Wall, American Made, Chaos Walking, and now Roadhouse. Like, he doesn't stick to a genre, and I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're going to right. go watch a, a Tony Scott movie, May He Rest in Peace, he's giving you that high octane kind of action drama thing. Doug Lyman is all over the place, and I appreciate that, man. So, yeah. Roadhouse is a movie I'm I'm very much looking forward to. Um, Good deal. Jake Gyllenhaal with his shirt off, man. Just mm. nice. Yeah, you got twelve pack. <laughs> <laughs> and then Crazy. what I'm also also looking forward to is uh, Dune Part Two, man. I recently re- rewatched the right. uh, part one, and they're adding Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken to this to this already like huge well most most everybody died in the first one but (laughs) um it did it did it did (laughs) um but you know i do want to see what's going on with the fremen the house of trades um right the other houses as as well man so house harkonnen uh so yeah yeah, super excited for this one man trying to get one of those uh sandworm uh popcorn buckets is that what you're that you're going after. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through our 2023 year in review. Next week, we'll be discussing, wait, we're on a break for a few weeks, but team, trust us. We'll be back shortly. Like, share, subscribe to keep up with us during that time. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials. I am Clyde D. Smith. 
I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me across all socials at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.